Amando Yunuchion, 1FM, broadcasting that has no understanding of the concept of evil. You can walk my path You can wear my shoes Learn to talk like me And be an angel too But maybe You ain't never gonna feel this way You ain't never gonna know me But I know you Singing in our face Can only get better Can only get better If we see it through That means me and I mean you too So teach me not to think Can only get better Can only get Can only get Make it all from me You know, I know that Sorry, but your holiday villa is now full of flying ants. Great news, Mr. Lynham. You've got the how do they do that job. Uh, Jenkins, ever since your wife left you, you've been an appalling clown. Get out of my circus. Mum, I'm the new Mrs. Michael Winner. And you show me how I must love to deal with this disease. I'll look at things now. Um, I'm afraid we've run out of English mustard. Will French do? I'm Emma Freud. Good afternoon. Mrs. Dodson, the crate containing your son has failed to arrive. And the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress goes to Emma Thompson. I've come about the room to let. Oh, come in. I'm Fred. <laughs> um, Mum, I'm sorry I accidentally filled the toothpaste tube with deep heat. Welcome back. Uh, that's Things Can Only Get Better from a D-Ream, which is short for Damp Dream. Time now for news from a distinctly Berkshire perspective. Local and national news from BBC Radio Berkshire. 
water bombs have been fired around the north of Reading. This time the target was the new bus lane. The second consecutive night it's come under attack. The IRA says a series of well-planned bus lanes are needed if the problem of overcrowded roads is to be addressed in the future. We have to do something to try and stem the ever-increasing use of the private car. No damage was caused and there were no casualties. BBC Radio Boxer News, Emily Curtis reporting. Right, and uh, still taking your votes now for the uh, Which is Best Awards. Uh, ring us on 071 306 0222 with your votes for any of the things that you've heard nominated. That's 071 306 0222. Just remind you of some of the categories we're looking for best foreign thing, best thing in a thing, best supporting thing, best female thing, and of course, best thing, which we'll announce at the end of the program. Uh, we'll go over to the phone later, but first of all, another one of my classic uh, wind up phone calls. And you can now get these on a small cassette in some shops. Uh, here's what happened earlier today when I rang at directory inquiries. Uh, how can I help you? Hi, uh, Armando Yurucci on 1FM. How can I help you? It's Amanda Unucci here. Hello, yes. Can I help you? Hello? Yes? Uh, are you the owner of the large brick car that's uh, parked outside Broadcasting House? No, you're on to British Telecom here. Oh, I'm ever so sorry. Sorry to have caused you concern. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Bye-bye. Oh, sorry, bye. Amanda Unucci on 1FM, Pearl Harbor to Simon Rayo's Japanese invasion. <laughs> Priceless, that one. And uh, just uh, picking up on a story, it's, uh, you may have caught in the tabloids uh, earlier this week in Wales, apparently. Welsh man Stephen Spiller infuriated his wife with his fanatical attempts to get to see the Wales-England rugby match. Uh, without telling her, he used all his savings to pay for the two teams to come and play in his house. The game kicked off at 3pm in the Rhonda Valley living room, uh, whose furnishings were immediately destroyed in a ruck. And uh, more information on Jane Austen week, all next week on Radio 1, we'll be getting lots of balloons and tying them into the shape of Jane Austen to drive around attached to your car roof. And starting this evening, the complete works of Jane Austen, read by Bruno Brooks. It is a truth universally acknowledged that a man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a wife. Opening sentence of Pride and Prejudice, and you can hear the next sentence in Mark Radcliffe's show. Uh, your votes for which is best? I think we've got another caller. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. Have you got a nomination? Uh, yes, best thing in a thing. Best thing in a thing. Who's yeah. that, by the way? Mine's Dan from Shrewsbury. Thanks. Uh, best thing yeah, in a thing. thing, cat's eyes in cat's eyes. Oh. Otherwise, you couldn't see the middle of the road. Good. Very good. Excellent. Thanks very much. Practical. Next. Thanks, Cheers. Next one. Hello. Hi. Um, my best supporting thing is uh, the arm in Armando Iannucci. Oh. oh. But that leads off. Sorry? <laughs> that leads off. Oh, yeah. The arm comes on first, does a few songs, and then Mando Iannucci comes on and uh, does the rest of the show. Oh, yeah, cool. So you're excluded. Uh, now back to our boys and girls in the underworld. I mean, it's, it's an old thing to say, but it was like a family. Uh... I mean, I met, when I married John, who was the head of the Croydon gang, he was very good to me. All the boys showed me a lot of respect. Uh, they all helped out with the kids. The craze, they ran a creche for the children. And uh, the Croydon gang, we had a like an exchange scheme for pushchairs and uh, old clothing, that sort of thing. It was, you know, you wouldn't credit it now, would you? There's no, there's no community anymore. 
Some women are droning on in the uh, underworld. Uh, calls for best things. 071-306-0222. Uh, John Smith uh, rings in. Nomination for best thing in a thing. Mike Smith in an oven. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the top of the pile. Uh, anyone else got any? Yeah, got one here from Graham and, Graham and Paul in Edinburgh. Best musical thing. The nomination is Song of a Blue Whale Heated Over a Candle. Oh, my God. I've got that album, actually. Yeah, got sorry. rather album. an unpleasant uh, foreign thing, yeah. which is Saddam's eventual big death from <laughs> Mike Johnson from in Leicester. George Bush. George Bush. OK, it's, uh, it's uh, 20 to 10, which means it's time now for What Are You Going On About? Uh, a new kind of soapbox uh, uh, theme to the programme, uh, where we invite someone in to go on about something and to kind of lead off a discussion. We're going to talk about smacking children, uh, which is in the news this And Stuart Lee is in with us this evening. Yeah, I'm here, obviously, in my capacity as an expert on causing pain to children. Um, All right. I personally, I think children should be seen and not heard, right? And that's why I spend a lot of time looking over the walls of children's playgrounds with lots of ground-up turnips stuffed into my ears. Uh, the problem with kids, though, is that they're, they're more evil and badly behaved than any adults and that you can't, like, discipline them, you know, because you're not yeah. allowed to, like... Yeah. I was in Camden and some kids were spitting, like, milkshake over my car yeah. and everyone I was with just thought that was funny. Yeah. You know, and they got away with it, whereas <laughs> if an adult had been doing it, a yeah. grown man spitting milkshake over a car, yeah. it'd have been, uh, you know, some sort of punishment. Yeah, but with kids, him. you can't do it, yeah. But yeah. I, I've, I've actually seen, like, when you stop at traffic lights, kids that come out and spit milkshake at your car and then ask for... Well, they, ask, they ask for reward for it. Yeah. In fact, yeah. they mm -hmm. should be imprisoned or shot. Right. right. Money. I mean, they wouldn't be. They wouldn't do it though. Children wouldn't be naughty if they didn't have any temptation, would they? Right. right. You know, I mean, for example, if a little boy, you know, insists on wetting his pants. Yeah. If you never ever gave him any liquid at all. Right. He wouldn't do it. You know. Right. Or uh, you're the one boy... who says wee's are good, though. Pardon? You're the one who says weeing's good. It's well lit. Yes. Go on, but, then, um, carry on. Also, I mean, for example, a little boy, you know, who might what pull hair. Right. Pull hair off a girl girls or near to him yeah. were had had their head shaved. Yeah, he wouldn't right. do it. You know, he he try and pull their bald head. I'm the thing about smacking those. I, I reckon that we're seeing it the wrong way round, like as a stick rather than a carrot. If you smacked a kid all the time, then mm. when they were good, you could smack them a bit less, or maybe even not at all. A bit mm. risky. But well, I think we should treat them like the uh, the IRA. Actually, you know, we we shouldn't stop the smacking. We, they, they have got to stop being naughty first. Yes. Right. Then we'll discuss it. No negotiating until all the naughtiness is stopped. I think it should be simple as that. Also, yeah. if you got if you got parents that can't take the responsibility, and the thing to do to be get a surrogate smacker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't mind going around smacking any kids for anyone that wants. Them we to could smack we them. could smack adults like like um like smack Fred West or smack mm. Bosnia and things because it obviously works, doesn't it? Can I On just the back suggest of the legs. as we've got Ben the scientist because he's just come back from yeah. the pub and yeah, maybe right. if I, can um. I conduct an experiment see if the smacking works? Yeah. I can just see if it stops him being naughty. Yeah. Clamber across here. Go we can on, just, really yeah. right, just testing on scientists. Gentle. Mind his glasses. Smack. No, that doesn't hurt much. I'll do for you again. Let's try a bigger one. Ooh, ooh. Would that stop you doing anything? Well, I might say I wouldn't let's, do something, right, but I probably let, still would. Let's try one, let's try a punch, just okay. see if, right. Ooh. 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 Oh. Sorry, that's just a bit hard. <laughs> <laughs> would you be naughty again now? No, it works. Amando Yanucci on 1FM, a sort of cross between professional broadcasting and some bread. Time now to pause for fight of my life. Uh, some of the best fights that uh, you've been in sent in to me. Dear Armando, seeing the Cheltenham Gold Cup this week brings back memories of a magnificent fight I had at that event some 30 years ago. I was a rider in the 1965 race. I had as my horse a beautiful mount called Henderson. 
and all of my parents had come down from Aloha to see me participate. It was 2pm, the race started at 2.15 and as Henderson and I made our way onto the grass, events suddenly took the unexpected and bloody turn which was to lead to me going home that day with smashed lips. For as I drew closer to the starting post, my horse paused nervously, lifted his head and whispered, do you want a fight? Imagine my surprise when the animal then rode me away from the starting gate and led me to a small paddock obscured from the course by two large school children. In the seclusion of this private ring, Henderson dropped me onto some straw, stood on his two hind legs and unfastened his saddle. He swaggered forward and rather clumsily pelted my mouth with both hooves. Angrily, I grabbed hold of one of his legs and twisted it round, pivoting the horse high into the air over my head and onto the floor behind me. I then jumped onto him, but he raised a hind leg to my groin as I landed, inflicting the sharpest pain I've ever received from an animal in 20 years of flat racing. The grey beast clearly enjoyed my agony, and as I writhed in the sawdust, I saw him start to dance very quickly in the corner, performing a clumsy jig on all fours. Carried away with his victory frolic, Henderson didn't see me approach from the side. I jumped round in front of his long head and in petulant anger slapped him in the face. The horse stopped dancing and immediately dropped a turd of embarrassment onto the straw. Some childish impulse made me want to carry on. I slapped him again and again, then a fourth slap and a fifth. I carried on slapping the creature, pausing a full five seconds between each slap. I must have slapped that horse for at least an hour, and yet he remained strangely still, perhaps silenced by the shame of his unnatural attempt at a fight. Once I was satisfied with the amount of hitting I had done, I stopped and looked up into Henderson's horsey eyes. He was crying. Tears of frustration welled up all over his big hairy face and I knew I was looking at an animal that realised it clearly couldn't wrestle. Quietly, Henderson turned round and slowly walked off into Cheltenham city centre and was never seen again. I'll never forget that horse, but most of all, I'll never forget his crying face and four inadequate hooves. Yours... Bob Champion leads. to ten.
Take their name from the pornographic Dutch FM radio station, Radiohead. Creeper from Radiohead, and it's uh, now 10 to 10, actually. Uh, time to go back over to Radio Berkshire. Local and national news from BBC Radio Berkshire. Over 425 million people are known to have been killed in Binfield near Bracknell when a packed Berkshire animal and bird sanctuary was derailed. It happened outside Durban in a remote area of Reading Borough Council. That's Life presenter Esther Ranson has given her seal of approval. BBC Radio Berkshire News. Dominic Hurst reporting. Uh, that was uh, Dominic Hurst reporting. Uh, time now for Dave with the answers to this week's homework. OK, here they are. Um, 3.141. Uh, he was in his bath. Uh, Vasco da Gama, not Marco Polo. And uh, if you missed the end of the French dictation, here's another chance. Le poisson, virgule, et moi, point final. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks, David. Uh, keep the nominations coming in. Uh, nominations here from Nathan from Lincolnshire. Best ridiculous thing. Uh, one of those music stands that no one can put up. Mm-hmm. I've got one here from uh, Jeremy from Murfield, which is best thing in a thing, I suppose, which is a uh, car in the word caravan or That's caravan. Uh, ben from Tooting's rung in to say the best part of the body is the penis. He's rung <laughs> in from Tooting think, to say that. I, think uh, I don't know if it's his own penis or just the penis in, generally. He's rung in from Tooting penis. Should be the best thing. I've got a two of my own actually uh, for best thing. It's a toss up for me between one of those postcards of Jesus that are like 3D and then when you angle it to the light, his eyes open and shut. Yeah. Or alternatively, a long pole, about two foot long, with um, a tight wrist or leg strap on either end of it. Those are rubbish. Oh, those are ones to think about. Philip Dawson, did you get any? Uh, just one thing, which is yep. uh, the best thing that's in another thing, and um, my favourite one actually is the goodness that is in everyone, even pickpockets. 
<laughs> With that, uh, have we got a caller? Hello. Oh, yeah, blow your nose first. Yep. Yeah. Hi. Hello? Hi. Hello, Richard. Who's calling? I'm Simon Dominguez from Hampstead. <laughs> Simon, what, does Richard know him? No. It's a funny name. <laughs> Simon Dominguez. Okay, and what's your nomination? Well, I'd like to nominate the Japanese for best large number of things. The best, sorry? Large number of things. The Japanese for it? Yeah. Why, what is the Japanese? Is it rude? Uh, no, just the Japanese people. I think it means oh, Japanese people, yeah. Oh, he's right. As he's being oh, a large right. number of things. All oh, right, sorry. Won't win. Stupid. uniform, I thought. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Why, why are you keen on the Japanese? Well, as I say, it's a nice school uniform. You ever seen the Japanese school uniform? He's right. No. Do they he's just have right. one school? No. It's sort of Goodbye. black for the boys, which typifies <laughs> Japanese stunt from Bye. All right. Which makes an interesting yeah, yeah. cultural contrast. He's to hanging himself. To girls. All right, fine. Thank, bye. Bye. A man from the Japanese embassy there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best publicity stunt, River Phoenix. Oh, Vincent. Phoenix. Mansfield Park, 7 till 9. Northanger Abbey, 9 till 12. Emma, Freud, 12 till 2. Persuasion, 2 till 4. Sanderton, 4 till 7. Sense and Sensibility. The Evening Session, 7 till 9. Jane Austen, Toasted and Frosted on 1FM. 97 Okay, uh, we're just totting um, up. Barbara Windsor was very uh, fit with, uh, with all the... With the gangsters, yeah. and she's doing um, around lovely girl, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm happy. But she, uh, she was the thing was she wasn't the only um, member of the Carry On team that used to hang around with. Uh, oh, they the gangsters. all. No, no. Well, it became a it became a prestige thing, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. For each gang, the most members of the Carry On team you yeah. could get, you know, going on your raids with yeah. you. The better the gang, you know. Yeah, we used to. I remember we used to use Charles Hawtrey as a getaway oh. van, and a lot of people would think, you know, we had Charles Hawtrey and uh, Bernard Breslau and Hattie uh, in Hattie. our gang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, Charles was actually the most useful because you know Bernard and Hattie they attract a lot of attention. Hattie was dangerous though, wasn't she? Well, she could throw a punch. Well, this was one of the problems, though, wasn't it? Because, like, we used to take Kenneth Williams on a job with us, right? Oh, and he was, I mean, he was, he's fa you know, he's dead, but he was famous. Yeah. But in the 50s, he was very famous. And, of course, people are just, just see him in the street. Do you remember that time, do you remember that time, the, the cashier with, with Kenny again? Yeah. The cashier, she just fumbled the money a little bit. And yeah. remember, and he went, in his way, he did, I can't do it. He went, stop messing about. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, everyone it's just laughed. just broke that tension. It's ruined it. It's ruined. interesting, like, how you say, like, Kenneth Williams attracted attention, which is like the, the last thing you want. That's why on our gang, second gang, the Millwall gang, we had uh, Jim Dale yeah, and it worked a treat. Yeah, I remember the, uh, we was in the Dog and Duck once, and the Croydon lads were in there trying to impress us with their carry-on stars who they got with them. And uh, you know, they had, they had Phil Silvers, oh, which is oh, ridiculous, because he was, he was only in. in one. But the Crays tried, no, 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 tried to use Leslie Phillips once, and he was no good, because, yeah. you know, if he spotted well, a pretty girl, he was just, yeah. you know, sort of awkward. Well, I say, he wouldn't get him out though. of the bank, could you? Joan Sims. Do you remember we used to ah. take Joan Sims? Because you take her, you see, into the bank, and you'd get in there with the gun, but Joan would, like, look at the male teller in the bank, and that'd be that bit of music going, like... <laughs> like that, you know. And, and of course, like look at her, and he'd go, like... <laughs> Whoa, like that, and you get the money. We all dressed as but matrons. <laughs> right, uh, I, sorry, I, I realised I just talked over the start of all that, probably obscuring the kind of the key element of that last piece. Which is this is live, the, then? Were, yes, this bit's live, mm. oh. yes. That bit was on tape involving you and another actor. Oh, Steve Wright never does that, does he, Carl Steve Wright or Stephen Wright? Both. 
<laughs> at the same time. They live in the same programme together because one of them is on tape. And, and in Stephen America. Wright, the American, does the Steve Wright Breakfast Show every morning. Uh, just to keep your, uh, mm. keep your nominations coming in, we're just coming to the end of all this. We're gathering together all the nominations now for the Witch's Best of the last uh, 12, uh, 12 months. Yes, I'm Andrew. Um, sorry, just heard that the Ivan Goldsmith Lifetime Achievement Award, which is in the Gift of the Academy, has gone to Kenya. Oh, it's gone to Kenya. Kenya. Wonderful. Mm, yeah. That's about they deserve it. it. But everyone was going for Zanzibar. No, so it's Kenya. It's official. Right. OK. Uh, any, any more? Yeah, the, uh, the best foolish thing that reminds me of you is Pogo Patterson from Grange Hill, Armando. <laughs> <laughs> Another winner there. Anymore? Best um, thing in a thing was Chris Akabusi in the 400 metres hurdles. That wasn't expected, but uh, there I've you are. I've got a nice chicken in an oven. As oh, well, as right. Best thing in another thing. <laughs> it's very nice, that is. Two awards. It's also so best lit thing if you have one of those uh, ovens that lights up yeah. when you put stuff or in. Or a gas it. oven, because you have to light a gas oven. Or if oven, you burn it and Absolutely. it sets on fire. Absolutely. Mm. I've actually bought all my gas for the next 20 years in really? order to really? stop paying VAT. No. But uh, all that's happened is that 20 years' worth of gas has arrived at my door this morning. <laughs> so in if fact, anyone wants any of my gas, uh, they'll have to pay me. It's all coming out at this moment. I've thought of a joke about my class, but I don't know if anyone's thought of it. This is your wife. This is your wife who's committed adultery. I saw that headline. That was a yeah, good that's one. quite good. But I don't, I don't blame you know, I don't blame Michael Aspel because like his wife has been going off, getting off with the Arthur from EastEnders on telly for the last six months. Yeah, so, so right. you know, he's driven to millions of people, millions of people. He's driven to it, and the fact is that it's Arthur, which is really bad. If it was Tricky Dicky, or you'd understand it, but. Arthur. You've made a mistake, Arthur. though, folks. What you've done is you've confused fantasy with reality, haven't you? We all do that yeah, every day. EastEnders. Is reality. Mm, this is your ugly wife. That was one I saw this morning. This That's is... Mm -hmm. uh, which really takes us in, actually, to uh, another ugly piece of music. Uh, this We're going to play out with uh, Glad All Over by the uh, Portsmouth Sinfonietta. So just, uh, just have a listen to this. It's now two minutes to ten, actually. Portsmouth Sinfonietta is formed entirely from the ashes of late 80s pop group Tight Fit. The mayor of Portsmouth is worshipped as a god in the Cinnamon Islands. Portsmouth Sinfonietta once broke into a telephone box and stole all the words. The Portsmouth Sinfonietta is currently touring Portsmouth. Portsmouth Sinfonietta's favourite dictator is President Tito of the former Yugoslavia. Next week, uh, send your own pronunciations of the word Sinfonietta into room 125, <laughs> 16 Langham Street, London, W1A1AA. And we also asked last week for uh, your tapes of domestic arguments, and I really do want you to tape domestic arguments going on in the house next door. Uh, also, a new uh, feature starting next week is uh, Listeners' Wives. Uh, if you have a wife or know a wife, then uh, just uh, record her and uh, send it into that. So we want listeners' wives, domestic arguments to room 125, 16 Langham Street, London, W1A1AA. It's gone all quiet. Bye. It's 10 o'clock. Mark Radcliffe. Bye.